amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. Good evening. Welcome to the end of the weekend, Southern Liberty. Welcome to the end of the weekend, South Florida and across the nation, across the world in some regards. We, we're going to have a little action-packed hour. You know how we do on Chasing Life, Liberty, and Monarchy. We just keep it real at all times. I appreciate y'all spending some time with us this evening. Those of y'all in Citrus County, Florida, on down south, down to Monroe County. I appreciate all y'all turning into the airways. And those of you that listen to the internet through your cars or in your little devices in your house, I appreciate y'all too. Those of y'all in southeast Georgia. Y'all know what I'm talking about from Waycross to Brunswick to Val Diggity, all y'all in that area down there. I appreciate y'all. And those of y'all in the state of Utah, you know, first love, one love always. You know, you're my roots. So I appreciate everybody else and all my folks internationally that listen. Across the internet, I thank y'all too. I thank y'all too because you know it's yeah. Y'all always like to chime in with some good stuff, so I appreciate y'all. This evening we're going to get into something we I've talked about before here uh, on this show, um, but it's one of the things that's highly ignored because it seems like a bunch of people always seems to participate in this and 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 and. and don't care about the after effects, you know, they, they take, I guess the cliche saying, um, uh, facts over feelings, facts don't care about your feelings, um, to a whole nother level to a point where they, they, they brow, they, they browbeat you with some fake facts. Have you thinking sideways and have you do things, um, to yourself that you shouldn't be doing anywhere from, uh, self-medicating to self-mutilation to even death. Right. And no one's ever held to account for it. But this evening, we're, we're, we're going to revisit that conversation. You know, we, we had about a few months back, Southern Liberty, and where we're going to um, come up with some more solutions. And the guest I have on this evening is a uh, dear friend of mine, um, 
I met her a little while back. Long story. Long story short, she's good peeps. Um, she does the damn thing. She she backs up what she says and she speaks what she means. And regardless, right? And she's just like us, Liberty Defenders. Regardless of the adversity that's thrown in your face, we're going to stand tall on that foundation of liberty because there's no storm that can weather away the foundation of liberty. I don't. You can call Hurricane Dora, Hurricane Andrew. You can call Ian, Ivan, all those hurricanes. Ain't no hurricane, no cyclone, no tornado can destroy the foundation of liberty. Not even these hating ass lefties. Right. Because because these hating as lefties, as y'all know, need that foundation of liberty to even be leftist. So they don't want to completely destroy it. They just want to distort what that liberty is. But see, we don't allow that around here. Direct liberty defenders. We don't allow that around here. So. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get on into this. Let me go ahead and introduce my my lovely guests from somewhere in the United States of America. Um, Miss Jess Senior, good evening and welcome to Chasing Life, Living in Minarchy. How you doing? Thank you. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. I like that intro. Thank you, sir. Well, you're quite welcome. So if you wouldn't mind real quick, tell the, tell, tell, tell the Southern Liberty audience, Liberty Defending audience, who you are, what you do, how you be, and where you at. Sure, really quick. Uh, my name is Jess. I don't really want to give out too much personal information due to the simple fact on why I'm doing this bill to begin with. Um, I am an Army veteran, and I believe wholeheartedly in my Constitution, first and foremost, before we decide on any form of uh, political aspect. Um, and I think that's pretty much everything that, that um, entails me as far as my belief systems is concerned. Right. I just, I, my country, I love what it stands for. I believe that we're one in a million and I'm not willing to give that up. And I'm, I'm here to fight the good fight. And that, and that the truth, ain't that the truth. I appreciate you taking time out of your evening to uh, come through this evening. And we would talk about something that shouldn't even be controversial, no, but but no. here here we are having a conversation about accountability for this action. Yep. Right. It it should be it should be a no brainer, right? When it comes to cyberbullying, it should be a no brainer, right? Mm -hmm. uh, on the account who's accountable or who's the accountable parties because it at baseline right here's the thing right and all my liberty defenders you, you guys understand this 100 percent. a person that is a cyber bully is literally violating the non-aggression axiom that mm -hmm. in itself that in itself should be punished right but too many people take oh it's only words but when your words words matter and when mm -hmm. your words are being transferred into a space that is volatile and used, right, as a weapon, you have violated non-aggression action. You should be held accountable to that. Yep. Now, Miss 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 uh, Miss Jess, um, tell us about well. Before we even get to the main subject, um, let's just hear let's let's hear your opinion on the cyberbullying and bit, et cetera, et cetera. We're kind of going to lead to where we're going to get to because I think the the folks will um, appreciate what you're the work you're putting in. 
Okay, so what specifically about cyberbullying did you want me just, to? Just, just your your opinion on it. Whole nine yards. Um. Well, here, let me because I do have a lot of notes on this, and I want to make sure that I get everything out specifically about this. Um, I feel like the internet within itself was brought into existence more so um, where we weren't ready for social media to roll out at all. We weren't ready. We didn't have the capacity of holding people accountable. And thus far, our internet, uh, social media providers um, thrive off of the traffic that comes in due to the cyberbullying, the the cyber stalking, etc. And on top of it, it also breeds a cesspool of this by allowing people to remain anonymous. Now, um, as a human, one thing that I've noticed is that we've become attached or detached due to social media, detached from our families because we're always looking at our phones, but also detached in an emotional way that humans typically collect for or connect. For instance, let's say I go to the gas station and I've got this old lady taking her good old sweet time trying to get in the door and I huff and puff at her. She turns around and gives me a look like, wow, you seriously hurt my feelings. I've got some osteoporosis going on. I'm in serious pain with arthritis and you're going to huff and puff at me, young lady. Now, if I'm not a psychopath, I'm going to immediately take in that, that, that feeling like, wow, I just hurt this person. And now I'm going to think in the future Next time I get stuck behind some old lady getting through a door in the real world, I'm not going to huff and puff at her because I didn't like the way that it made me feel knowing full well that I hurt her. Right. Now, it's the lack of empathy. Basically, It's exactly. the lack of empathy. Yeah. But when you're in the Internet, you don't get to see that reaction. You don't get to see what you did to that person. You don't get to see the look on their face. You don't get to see them crying. Or if you terrorize them, you don't get to see them staying up all night, making sure that nobody's driving past their house. You don't get to see them not eating. You don't get to see them keeping their kids safe because they're terrified due to you violating them because you had a difference of opinion nine times out of ten. You don't get to see that. You immediately get your gratification by sending off the words putting out those threats and there is no consequence. You know, there's no consequence because the internet is out there specifically to let you remain anonymous that don't fly in the real world. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. In the real world, you're going to get a, a, a punch in your nose in your face or a shoe upside your head or a chunkler thrown at you or something. Right. Because yeah. it's that, that accountability piece yeah. when, when you're, when you're not, as empathetic now you now and, and there's a lot that goes into that we're not going to get into that because it'll it'll derail us into a whole nother <laughs> whole nother realm of stuff go ahead talk about <laughs> oh i know go ahead go ahead no, no no you're fine no i was just saying it's just the the more or less too is that we live in a society too where virtually we do not we're not held accountable for things that we're held accountable in the physical world. If you harass me on the phone, I tell you, knock it off. You don't knock it off. I go call, call my police. I go call and I make a report and say, Hey, this, this person is, is violating my natural law to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And I want it to stop because I have a right to, to live, breathe and eat, um, eat in peace as well. So what, what gives him the right to, to mess with me? And what happens is, is now there's a paper trail. Now there's misdemeanors. Now there's felonies. And now this person's held accountable. That does not happen. No. On the 
And people know full well. So now people are taking this terrorization to the Internet with their mental health problems. And it's a cesspool and it's breeding exponentially. I mean, look, if they, if they spend as much energy combing the Internet for quote unquote air quotes, white supremacists and yeah. other hate groups. Right. If they would take even 25 percent of that energy and went after these cyber bullies from the ages of eight to eight to 50 or eight to 85. Right. The, the suicide rate due to cyberbullying would be exponentially less. Yep. But they don't they, they they don't want they don't want to do that well, because, like you said, the Internet and these social media providers, especially like TikTok, like uh, the Twitter. Right. Back in the day, it was my yearbook. Right. And, and <laughs> even even before that, and I'm aging myself here. AOL chat rooms. Right. Yeah. Was a haven, a safe haven for cyber bullies that would literally say, oh, I can find out all your information. And, you know, that's when ASL was safe. Then it wasn't safe no more. ASL, for those of you that don't remember, age, sex, location. Yep. I'm aging myself here. <laughs> well, I get that too. So. R- right. So. <laughs> You know, we can't. You can't even do that anymore because with the way with, with, with these uh, these cyber hackers that that know how to get your IP addresses and literally pinpoint you within a within a hundred yards of your house. Yeah, it's gone. It, it, it's to a point. It's gone too far. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the, to the point too that you can make without completely derailing, and I'll, I'll stop it at here, but. It's not like the government, it's not like the the people that are are above us don't want this. Because think about it, if we're not fighting each other and we're copacetic and we're all getting along and we're we're all, you know, let's put the race thing aside. Let's actually get along. Let's peace, everybody peace. If we had peace, they can't control us. So they need to stir the pot. They need to to shake up that anthill. Because if they shake up the anthill, then we're too busy fighting each other to see all the effed up crap that they're doing. Yep, that's exactly right, and that that kind of that kind of segues in, is uh, smoothly into this TikTok, this potential TikTok yep. ban, right? Which personally, I don't agree with one hundred percent because the federal government—that's out of their wheelhouse. That is completely. If people follow, and, and, and I jumped on a few of our conservative friends today over on TikTok, they say, "Yeah, we did, yeah the, the, the banning of it, just that, and a third is going to." I say, "Here, here, here's something you got to remember. Show me." In the Constitution, that the federal government has the right to ban an application, right? Ban an application from the United States private sector. Because here's the thing, right? If if they're if they're not trying to argue that point, then everything else, when they were talking about we're being censored, is a moot point. Agreed. It's a complete moot point. My mentality personally about the whole thing, and that's just due to my disdain and personal uh, stuff that have happened more specifically with TikTok versus Mm -hmm. the applications, is that they rolled that out like... They, they had no safety precautions whatsoever. There, there are just way too many kinks, and I feel like what needs to be done is that we, before we roll out social media, we should have had some safeguards in place. Um, and that goes a lot into Mel's bill. It goes in a lot to fixing everything, because if you find and, and do a lot of digging and do a lot of research, you'll find that these social media companies have more rights than we the people. And if you know anything oh, yeah. about the Constitution, you know anything about where we stand, 
we are on the top of the totem pole. We are the kings and queens of this country. And it is not that case. It is quite literally our social media companies mm-hmm. are above us. They win. And that's a no-no in my book. Well, well corporations, period. I mean, oh, social yeah. media, they're corporations, period. They're, they're yeah. the king makers, right, yep. of this and country. Yep. And, and we even, I mean, the, prime, the most prime example, Disney. Yep. Disney is the most prime example of that, right in your face, right? Mm-hmm. And yet again, right, the, the the hypocrisy we hear out of our, our fellow Americans is that they shouldn't have taken the land away from Disney, mm-hmm. but you're not willing to overturn Citizens United. Yep. Right? I, I mean, you, you can't do both. Mm-hmm. Either either it, it's, it, it's eliminated all. Or keep it all. And I'm sorry, the U.S. Constitution and most state constitutions says hell no. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the beauty of that Constitution is that it's black and white. There are no gray areas. Yes or no, it's constitutional or unconstitutional. Right. Right. But people manipulate language and mm-hmm. change and try to and try to imply the meaning of a word instead of the definition of a word. And that's mm-hmm. how they get around. And, and, and here's the other part. This is how they, the, the federal government is gaining around bending. Right. Or, or, or bending the commerce clause. Right. How they say, oh, we can ban TikTok. Well, due to mm-hmm. due to the Lopez case. They're able in, in the Swift in the Swift Company case back in twenty nine, they can bend that commerce clause just enough before they completely violate it. This is this is how they're able to legislate guns. Yeah. Through the commerce clause. The but wide interpretation the problem, of it. The problem with this though, Rod, is that we need to understand and I, I apologize to your attorneys in advance on this one. Um, but we the people are like I said, the kings and queens, according to the supremacy clause, according to that beautiful uh, supreme law of the land. That's correct. That being said, it is our job and it is our duty to hold those specific people, those representatives that are there, our public servants to hold and, and handle stuff for us. Our problem is, is that we're not holding them accountable. We're too lazy. We're too ignorant. We don't know what to do and how to do it. And it's very, it's very simple. They have an oath to that constitution. They violate that oath by by trying to twist or turn anything. And there is a clause, yep. in, um, uh, American Jur- sixteen American jurisprudence. Uh, I don't remember the section offhand, and I will get back to you on that one. Um, but it states specifically that we, the people, are the ones that are interpret that ironclad contract, that constitution. Right. Right, so, and you're you're pulling actually you're pulling from the the uh, the twelve axioms of law is where yeah. where that's actually listed. Yes. Yes. Well, it's also listed as well in the sixteen American jurisprudence, and that mm-hmm. is such a beautiful book. And it's kind of funny too because if you try and look up sixteen American jurisprudence, they they take out a lot of very very necessary sections. If you look yes, it up, yes, they on, do. Yep, yes, they gotta do. go to a law um, library in order to actually physically get it. Right, but. As I was moving, is that silence is consent. People, 
if, if we can't just sit here and complain about it, we have to actually verbally in an Article Three court or in a court period say, hey, I have an issue. We need to address it. You're violating my rights. You're violating your oath to the Constitution. You have an oath and bond. And I'm, I'm putting you on notice that if you don't knock it off and stop taking advantage of other people's ignorance, then you're going to be held accountable. I'm going to pull your bond and you're no longer going to be able to hold office anymore. Correct. Plain- yep. That's exactly correct. Sorry, um, I was. No, you're good because I've talked about the same thing on here before. Um, a while back, I've talked about you know pulling the surety bonds and all that stuff, right? Okay. And you know, and those are the things that people, you know, th- th- this is why, right? The government closest to you is the most important. Yep. Right. Okay. And we preach that day in and day out on this show in particular. Like, there's not a moment that goes by we're not talking about something local, right? How to shore up local. And I keep telling people, you want to save America, forget the clowns in the 68 square mile space up there. You need to talk to those people that are in the center of town in that place they call City Hall. You need to you need to get with them and, and, and straighten that out there because nothing else is going to matter. <laughs> like rod it's easier too to actually hold them accountable because i mean unfortunately shit rolls downhill so Mm -hmm. you go to your state person the state person will be like well it was the guy up at city hall that did it and now that person's getting all the crap so if you take it to city you have a better chance of getting something done because they have they have nowhere to throw their fingers at. They have, and on top of it, they're not as corrupt because they don't have as. I mean, that's obviously another segue. I'm going to be. Going. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. But they don't have people filling their pockets to have them do the things that they need to do. So, Yeah, for, for the most part, depends on where you are, you are correct. But... I say zoning and planning commissions are are, are just as corrupt yeah. as the House of Representatives in Congress. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> we haven't even made it to Melsville yet. I'm sorry. No, we're good. We're good. So you know, with with this with with, with the whole you know the cyberbullying thing and you know all that good stuff, um, we had a mutual friend um, mm-hmm. that that passed away, um, and a lot of it is because of the cyberbullying. And I mean, me personally, I've had about three or four people pass away, but this one, this one here hit a little bit differently because I I literally, I had talked to her the day before, literally had a phone conversation with her the day before. You know, that, that breaks, that breaks my heart, Rod, because I had a phone conversation. Oh, I didn't have a, I ignored her and I ignored Mm -hmm. her because, and that's why I have a lot of, like, I feel like I'm making everything right in the world by Mm -hmm. fighting Right, I ignored. Um, 
reason why I ignored her is because of my own personal situation. You, you get attacked, you get terrorized on the internet, you seclude yourself, you learn not to yeah. trust people, you become yep. terrified. And she came to me, she was friends with some people that were involved in a lot of the stuff that, that had hurt me. So immediately I was like, all right, I'll give you some information, but you stay away from me. And I should have been there and I wasn't. And then when I got the phone call, it was like, damn. Like, and that's the part that's eating at me the most. And something that I I think that I'm making better by going through this rigmarole of hell with this specific bill. Because I want her legacy to live. I want people to remember her for, you know, the, the spunky individual. She was beautiful. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Mouth of a sailor, but goofy and and happy. And and I wish I just, I, if I could go back, I would have I would have said so many different things. But, I mean, unfortunately, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. It is. And, 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 and not only for her, though, right? It's for the, the, the other families, right, yep. that, that have been victimized by cyberbullying. Right. And like I said, I mean, j- just the other week, 11 year old committed suicide the other day in Missouri, just the other day. Yeah. Right. O- over cyberbullying, o- over, o- over, over a TikTok video, straight yep. up. And I'm just sitting here like, this is, this shit is bananas. Yep. And I mean, when you think about it, though, some people out there are like, well, why don't you just get off the internet then? If it's that scary, like, the, no, 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 no. That's the same idea as telling a woman that she deserved to be raped because she wore something scandalous. It's the same, right. like because right. somebody does not have an understanding of boundaries and they want to violate your natural rights to be happy does not give them the right to keep you off the internet. No, you keep the people that have the boundary problems off the internet. Right. And, and, and even with that too, right. You, you also, as, as a, as a user of this utility called the internet, right. Mm-hmm. You also have to know where your threshold is. Like if you know someone's encroaching, not saying like leave the app or run away, but you know what? You put up that block, you put up that mute, right? Mm-hmm. You do these things to make sure your boundaries are are intact. Now, once you do that, and and we've seen it before, right? We've seen it before, Jess, where people will keep coming at you from different accounts and, and bring other people into it from different accounts. Now there's the problem in yeah. itself. That what that is what needs to be held accountable. Exactly. Because once exactly. you've kicked someone out of your house, they have they have no right to be back in your house. Absolutely. And there is no protection whatsoever to make it stop. And that's what the whole point of this bill is. Um, with everything that I have researched, I believe fully, wholeheartedly that if we are able, as we the people, to stand up and say that this. This needs to change, and I will go into detail on it here specifically in a moment. Um, we we will be able to to circumvent so much hell, and I'm not just talking about the initial primary hell of the people that come on the internet, but hate breeds hate, and yep. hurt people hurt people. So, I mean, a normal person, even like myself, I'm not innocent. I've gotten messed with, and I've lashed out, 
and I've hurt people and I've had to apologize, Rod, because that's not the person I am, but that's what it breeds on the internet. When you're watching these people anonymously or not anonymously, not be held accountable for their actions and terrorizing you. Right. That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. So then I lash out and I'm just as bad as that person. Right. And, and you're lashing out because the, the again, right. And, and here, here, and here's where I kind of differ with a lot of people when it comes to the lashing out. Once your space has been violated, once they have violated that non-aggression axiom and you yep. lash out, that is, that is you like pulling out a gun, like get out my space. Yep. Right. I treat that as the same thing. Like, you know, like I always say, right. I have my second amendment to protect my first and my first is going to make sure you stay out of my space. And if you overstep my first, you're going to get the second. Yeah. Right. I- and and the second right is all when it comes to social media, it's also my mouth. But I'm a bit harsher with it in that regard. So I will call you everything but a child of God till you get the point to get out of my face. <laughs> right. That that's just that's just where I am, and I don't get that hot. I will back away and go over to another corner. But if you follow me, if you follow me over there, no, 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 you're getting all the smoke, the inferno, and the hurricane that comes with it, and you're not going to like the end result when I'm done. Well, they don't. Even, it's the thing is, is we've got a new generation as well, and we were, we're talking about ASL before. Mm-hmm. But in generation, like if you run your mouth, we meet up. And we have we have a nice little chit chat in person. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right. It, and then we move on. We don't do this back and forth emotional crap. And what? the emotional and mental crap, honestly, is more painful than it actually is on the physical side it, yeah. because it, it's prolonged. You never know when it's going to end. And the mental stuff is what causes these individuals to like. I've had enough, and they off themselves. Yeah. For that specific reason. Yep, they sure do. One hundred and thirty-five thousand percent. Like it, it's, but but it, again, right? We're 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 in this again with in this age, and it, it sucks that folks our age. And I might be just a touch older than you, but <laughs> folks our age. I'm going to pretend you're my age, okay. um, so you don't have to disclose your age, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> We they're on the internet acting the same way as these Gen Zers. Yeah, they're all yeah. out here on the internet saying, "Oh, I'm gonna call you out, man. Go sit your ass down somewhere." <laughs> got kids watching you do this. Are yeah, you- right. That's what I'm saying. They got these twenty year olds <laughs> like, like, oh, look at him. He's call- he's calling out a conservative. Oh, he's calling out a liberal, man. Y'all, all y'all need to sit the fuck down. All of you, <laughs> like if you got to waste energy to call someone out because someone so so called gave someone some uh, some misleading information, right? I mean, it's okay to like do a video. It's like, hey, you know, you got this wrong. But when you come at them, then you say, "Look here, dumb shit. Look here, dickwad." <laughs> like, man, what the what? The, you look like the kids when we were in third grade on the playground. I know it. I busting know it. on each they- other. <laughs> Like they forgot, <laughs> they, they automatically felt safe when they they saw that they were safe on the internet. So oh yeah yeah, yeah they hide hide behind the screen, but they they but see a lot of these people know they're not safe behind the screen because they know people are gonna say IP address. You live in Michigan. You live in Dearborn, Michigan, and you live somewhere near downtown. I will find your ass, Mister Postman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. 
Yeah, and that, that's even more terrifying than anything, especially for people our age, because we, we have kids. Most of these Gen Zers don't have kids. Yeah. Not only are you messing with me, you're messing with my kids because they live in that same house. Yep, that's right. That's it right there. And if you come up on my curtilage, it's game right. over. I, exactly, but I like. Please don't make me. Please, like, that, <laughs> please don't make me that castle doctrine. I will, <laughs> but I don't want to. I mean, because that's going to traumatize the shit out of my kids, and I'm, I'm not. I don't want them about that life at hey, all. Hey, look, as, as my liberty defenders have all adopted, um, I will meet you. I will meet you with equal, if not excessive, force. If yeah. you if you if you violate non-aggression, that's it. Like we ain't got time to play with grown folks, little folks, medium folks, even tall or small folk. We ain't got time for it. You got time for that smoke? Well, guess what? You about to smell something that um you ain't <laughs> never smelt before, or you're gonna smile for the camera as it flashes in your face. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all know I keep it in code. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that's how we do. Because we are we are old and tired. Okay, yeah. we are old and tired, yeah. and we ain't got time to tussle around with some 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 mannish ass churn over over some social media beef. Yep. Right, and and here's the other part, and we got to go to break because we got to pay some bills real quick. But the other part of that too is that we have parents not protecting these kids either, and allowing them to be continuously bullied instead of you know what that's your child, take them off of that social media. Take them off. If you know it's the, the taking diminishing their grades, this, that, and the third, take them off. And this is why I hate, uh, I gave Josh Hawley a three-minute, a four-minute email, a uh, voicemail the other day telling him, like, you better not even think about passing a law to have parents verify their children on social media. I said, I'll be damned because, oh. I, like, nope. I said, this is not what we're doing. Huh? I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, I'm like, this is not what we're doing. Oh mm-hmm. no, no, no! We're again, we're not going to violate the parent, uh, the, the the parent child tort immunity. We're not going to violate that. No, we're not doing this. Mm-mm. But that's what they're trying to do. States are trying to pass. Oh, your parents got to verify you. No, 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 no. You can't make a law asking parents to do that. Mm-hmm. No. They that's don't even. Like they don't even belong on it. I think that, and I mean that goes in with the constitutional. You don't have rights until you're 18 years old. You're not. You're, you're still considered technically property for the people that are mm-hmm. that are. So you you don't have rights. You are mom and dad's property at that time. So right. that's exactly correct. We got to pay some bills, Miss Jess. Um, y'all already know what time it is. You know that you know that the famous acronym CWC, cheese, wine, and crackers. Y'all do the thing. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Mel's bill with Miss Jess here. Um, so y'all stay tuned. We'll be back here on Southern Liberty here in five.
weather killed 24 people in Mississippi and also wreaked havoc on western Georgia. I'm Ann Carrick, Fox News. So far, there are no reported deaths in Georgia. Fox's Gernal Scott. Troop County's emergency management director, Zachary Steele, says the jurisdiction already has a state of emergency declaration in hand from the governor. That released a number of state troopers as well as DNR rangers that have been deployed to Troop County to assist with that. With trees on homes and other debris to deal with, another incident got much attention. One of two tigers from an animal safari park got loose. It was recaptured. Board of Commissioners Chair Patrick Cruz. One of the tigers, I understand, did not leave its enclosure, and one did, and it was right outside the enclosure, and they were uh, tranquilized. There is one additional death outside Mississippi. A grand jury in New York still is deciding on indicting former President Trump on charges of campaign finance violations. The former president used the word maniacs to describe those heading up investigations against him while also taking shots at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who is widely considered his top GOP rival. The current frontrunner for the nomination rallied thousands yesterday, calling 2024 the final battle. This rally came exactly one week after the former president predicted that he would be arrested in three days' time as a result of an investigation launched by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Well, that Tuesday came and went, though. Today, Trump's attorney said that that date was only an assumption. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. Hundreds of overdose deaths in New York State are blamed on a deadly skin-rotting drug called xylazine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is from New York. Today, I am asking the DEA, which has just issued the alert, to focus on stopping xylazine, this evil drug, in New York City. Xylazine is shown to be Narcan-resistant and is responsible for at least 40 overdose deaths in central New York this month alone. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Derek Kaufman. And I'm Jason Beckerman. And this is Last Days. It's our brand-new podcast about the final days of some of the biggest icons of entertainment, sports, politics, and pop culture. From the courageous battles to the heartbreaking tragedies, we'll take a look at the final moments of the people who were larger than life and even bigger in death. We'll debunk myths, break down conspiracy theories, and tell the true stories behind the last days of the world's most fascinating people. New episodes of Last Days are available every week on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Protests erupt in Israel after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu fires his defense minister for opposing Netanyahu's controversial plans to overhaul the country's court system. We have seen such a frustration from protesters across the country that it's not just these civilians in the streets, but also members of the military, reserve pilots, and also army reservists for the country have said they are unwilling to serve under these Because ultimately, if you don't have reserve fighter pilots and you don't have reserve elite units, there are adversaries of Israel, enemies of the Jewish state, like Iran and Lebanon, that could try to take advantage of this delicate situation. Fox is Treyingst in Jerusalem. Critics say the plan was created to help Netanyahu dodge corruption charges. Gas prices are mostly unchanged over the past two weeks, down just one cent, with a new national average of 3.52 per gallon. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg. The main reason that retail gasoline prices look so stable right now is that crude oil prices have been. The current national average is 85 cents less now than it was this time last year. 
Hollywood's latest sequel reigns supreme at the box office. Fox's Kevin Uretsky. Keanu Reeves' latest, John Wick 4, was tops of the box office in a big way on its opening weekend. I'm going to need a gun. The opening was the franchise's best to date as the movie earned $73.5 million at the box office, the second best opening this year, trailing only Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which made $106 million in its first week. And speaking of superheroes... A wizard gave me superpowers. Shazam! A Fury of the Gods fell sharply in its second week, earning $9.7 million, down nearly 70% from its $30 million opening weekend. The Fearless and Proud podcast series looks at acts of bravery and strength by women. March is Women's History Month, and in this first season, we look at women who played important roles in the Civil War as soldiers, spies, and nurses. We'll discuss famous examples of women pretending to be men to become soldiers and spies on both sides. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back Southern Liberty family to Chasing Life, Liberty and Minarchy. I have on my lovely special guest, Miss Jess, and we're talking about cyberbullying and we're going to get into the solution. As y'all know, you guys know, we talk solutions, right? We got to, we got to talk solutions to the problems. We just don't talk about it and, and, and rant about the problem. We got to solve the problem, right? So that's, that's why Miss Jess is here because she has the solution she has the smoking gun to the solution and she's she's here to talk about it but before we get to that point make sure if you are not subscribed to this show right after the fact you don't you don't catch it live you can catch it in podcast form we're on everything iHeartRadio. We're, we we're on pandora amazon jill savan um we're on the actually we're actually on the new russian podcast network we just got put on on saturday so we're on that one we every we we out here as i say you said before we out here we out here we across the world you know what i'm saying because we're doing the things and it's because of you southern liberty family that we can do the things that we do and y'all support it's definitely showing and shining through and you know, the, the 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 one thing I'd only ask other is to share this. Just share it one time. That's all it takes. It's in the internet ether. Somebody's gonna pick it up eventually. Someone's gonna pick it up eventually and slide through because you know we don't really do any marketing. We don't do marketing on, on any of the iHeart radios or XM, Sirius XM. We don't do that marketing scheme. It's just me going to radio station and say, play us. Right? That's all I do. Y'all know this. This is all I do. Hey, play us. And he's like, okay, well, let's come with a contract. Okay. That's what we do, right? We don't advertise on social media. We don't do all that because we want people to come to us organically because we have an organic and a unique message. And it's not to be, you know, obviously, you know, we don't like ramming things down, things down people's throats. So when they find us, they usually fall in love and they hang around just like the rest of you have. So I love y'all. appreciate y'all for making this show. You know, only this show, Southern Liberty and the Experience Today show, um, what it is. Um, and, you know, continue. thank you for your continued and unwavering support for said show. But anyway, that's enough me the pleasantries. We got to get to the solution, Miss Jess. What's the solution to the cyberbullying you got, you, you got sitting over? 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Over there. Well, I wanted to, to understand where I came up with the solution. I wanted to make sure everyone understood where I'd been to, to find that. So yeah. I wanted to give a quick background. Uh, last summer, my family and I were terrorized and it... Um, there were bounties put on our head, my kids' faces all over Twitter, Image of, uh, images of my home, where my kids went to school. So you can understand the terrorization. Um, I moved, sold my house, went about my business, um, and just left the whole social media aspect of, of life and obviously had the terrorization. Then uh, fast forward a couple more months and the same thing's happening to my friend Mel, somebody that I did communicate with. I wasn't very close, as I stated earlier on in the show, just due to the fact that I, I had a paranoia. I just got terrorized. I had to move my house and uproot my family, or not uproot my family, but uproot my life that I had for the past eight years. Um, so Mel, during this whole entire time, which we're calling it Mel's bill, it's still in the middle of being drafted. Um, she ended up taking her own life due to the fact that there were terror terrorization calls to her house. People were calling CPS. People were sending shit like feces to her house. Um, right. Threats, mockery, messing with her. And she finally took her life. Um, and at that point, I... I was like, wow, this isn't a game anymore. Like the, there is a, there is way too much of a finality. There is way too much of an ending to somebody's life. Like there's no coming back from, from that ever. So I, I, this isn't, I was hoping that when Mel had taken her life, that people would take a step back and realize that you were fragile. We're very fragile. And uh, unfortunately, not even two days later, the shit was happening again on social media. And that's where it came to fruition with me, where I, for lack of better words, got a fire under my ass, Rod. And I was like, I, we need to do something because just sitting around complaining right. about the bullying and stuff. So I started to look around. I first checked into David's Law, which is a state law in Texas about bullying. Um, I looked around in more other different laws and thought to myself, what could have Mel used? What could have I used to protect me and my family to keep something like that from happening? And unfortunately, especially in my specific situation, the cyber detectives that were doing the investigation basically had said that they did not have the time, money and resources to subpoena the information that they needed from the social media platforms. Now, mind you, these social media platforms are making money. Lots of money off the traffic of all of these specific instances, these these uh, threats, 
the bullying. People like to watch a train wreck naturally. So people flock. Well, those people that are flocking are making money for these uh, social media companies. So essentially, why would social media companies do anything in their power to protect us if our our negative impacts and our expense is making them money, essentially. That's correct. Which then ding, um, because if you look in in the state laws, there are 43 different states out of 50 that have laws against cyber cyber bullying, cyber stalking, um, doxing, all of the above. So if there, if we have these laws, Rod, why aren't they working? Because A, we can't identify them. B, we don't have the resources. And obviously law enforcement's dealing with other crap that they don't really, if they're going to be wasting their time trying to find a phantom, they're not going to do it versus doing something close to home. So I looked into it and I stumbled across Section 230. Now, I know a lot of people out there right now, it's becoming a hot button um, right now. People, it's a hot topic. We've been talking about it with TikTok. Now, as a quick understanding of what Section 230 was, it is a um, it came in as the uh, Communications Act of 1934, which then enveloped into the Telecommunications Act of 1996. Uh, Section 230 is 26 words. More specifically, states. Um, no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. So basically stating that if you're a service provider, you will not be held accountable for what the users say and do on your platform. But you are supposed to use a good faith ability to moderate this sort of stuff. (sighs) Now that I've been long-winded. The words good faith are not identified in this clause whatsoever. That's the problem. So if we've seen recently politically with Section 230, uh, basically it's protected Twitter. It it protected Twitter when they did their their stuff with the uh, 2020 election. Um, and they used the good faith to, to say that they were moderating when to come to find out that they were not moderating in good faith. They were taking advantage of political party and specific opinions and showing one's more than the other. Here's the deal with Melsville, in short. So after stumbling upon every single bill that have come across our Congress floor. And I'm talking all the way up to the 114th Congress. This has been an issue. We have over 250 bills, and I lost count after getting frustrated, all of which are sitting in committee collecting dust, have only been introduced to Congress and nothing further. One that caught my eye was the March 2020 Eliminating Abuse and Rampant Neglect of Interactive Technology Act, which is also known as the EARNIT Act, Uh, This was introduced in March of 2020. This was Senate Bill 3398 in the 116th Congress. Now, this basically had been brought up to assist in um, detection and reporting exploitation materials, um, basically to no longer allow social media to be held accountable. Also in this specific act, there were these key phrases, and this is when a light bulb went in my head. This is when they had offered the ability for backdoor encryption. Now, what backdoor encryption is, is the, it's an open door 
for our law enforcement, for our, our, our people that are supposed to keep us safe to go into social media, to go into there and say, okay, where is this IP address coming from? What, what account is this coming from? Because the anonymity is, is absolutely insane here in this country um, when you're using social media. So if we have backdoor encryption, we're able to identify people. We're not using the resources to have to subpoena and then wait for the subpoena to come by and then wait for that person to throw away their, their um, throwaway thing cause, or phone. Because do you know that people buy phones specifically to harass people and then throw them out? Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's obviously another hurdle. So we have these, these backdoor encryptions that I feel will give us the ability to identify people. So there is no more anonymous ability for us to be able to take advantage of people um, on the internet. And once we get that moving, then the second phase of Mel's bill will come out where we start holding these specific people accountable, whether it's, uh, I don't know, misdemeanor four or even a felony, if it's, if it's enough that if you're terrorizing people, you'll be held accountable just as you would in the real world, essentially. So what the backdoor encryption will do is identify people. That's the problem. We have, we have the laws in the state. We just don't have the ability to identify people because there are way too many protections for social media with that Section 230. There's too much privacy. But but I, I I would have to push back a little bit, and, and you 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 probably have to find a way around this, right? Because we have to remember the exclusionary rule when it comes to good faith in the Fourth Amendment, right? Because the the, the exclusionary rule, ba- based in, in without getting into the whole context of it, basically says that the 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 uh, good faith exception applies, right? When officers conduct a search or seizure with objectively reasonable reliance. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem you run into is suppose they use this backdoor encryption, right? Yep. And it's the incorrect person. You've just violated that person's fourth amendment. Mm-hmm. Right. And you've also violated the exclusionary rule, which will leave you open up for, to penalty. So, I mean, I understand the backdoor encryption, but I, I, I think teetering on that exclusionary rule extension of the fourth in good faith mm-hmm. m- m- might push a little bit too much against that. I got I have that, but we have to find a way to identify these people specifically. And on top of that, too, one of the other things that I'm noticing that I'm going to get a lot of pushback on mm-hmm. is when you open that door for backdoor encryption, you open up a whole load of other stuff like yes, I, you I do. You have Wayfair. You have all of that stuff that happened with Wayfair. And we know darn well, unfortunately, we have some congressmen that may be identified uh, with that specific instance. So I already know that this is going to be an uphill battle. Um, However, there there needs to be a way that if we are going to have social media that unfortunately we should be able to have it and have a safe harbor a safe environment, not only for us, but for our children and our future generations. And right now that's not what's flying at all. Right. And it's because of the anonymity. 
Right. So no. while I understand we do have a Fourth Amendment, my hope is that we'll be able to take that specific individual's, let's say, screen name, mm-hmm. run the name in the backdoor encryption, and get that person's individual location, cell phone tower, or whatever from their screen name that they utilize, that they use to harass people, they use to post these pictures, they used Whoa. to... Um, Go on. I'm sorry. Right. No, no, you're good. You're good. I, I know exactly where you're going. Right. So I think I, I think one of the steps we need to take also in this is to declare the Internet a public utility. Right. Once we declare the Internet a public utility, now you have no reasonable expectation of privacy. The exclusionary okay. rule goes out the window. Right. At that See, point. I wasn't that at all rod like i was under the impression that it was public it's just that our government does what it wants essentially right you know it's it, it now that let's now when, when we when, when we talk about so i, I don't want to conflate a uh, a couple things here together because it's it's several different doctrines mm-hmm. um that, that that goes into that right now the the internet itself as a as a public good is a good thing right mm-hmm. it, it's a good thing as a public good because you know it helps us like right now we're communicating across voice over ip mm-hmm. right but now we have but see when we do something like this we have no reasonable expectation of privacy because we are public mm-hmm. right but if we're using the internet for a personal account, like a TikTok account, like a Twitter account or a Facebook account, right? You can put whatever your name on there. You you want on, you can put your real name or a fake name, right? But you, you should have the reasonable expectation of privacy at that point because of the internet is not a public utility. It's just like to put it, to put it in a different context, right? Your electricity, your water is a public utility. This is how bill collectors Get your address, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a you're, you're registered with a public utility. If you make the internet a public utility, then guess what? You're, there's no expect, reasonable expectation of privacy at that point. Now you can literally go in and ping IPs and and, and pull people, but that exactly. also opens up another can of ball, can of can of worms too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the reasonable expectation that we have any privacy on the Internet, regardless of whatever uh, clause or the eliminated anyway, we know darn well that we're being watched, regardless if it's on a or not. Um, the, the fact of the matter is that I feel like they sit and hide behind the section 230, whoever it is, because you also know that while they throw China out there as the TikTok thing, we also no. know that a lot of TikTok is held here in the United States of yes. America, by our own people. Sure is. So, uh, I mean, the starting ground and breeding ground for all of this in protection and where they hide behind is section 230. And yes. while I believe in our first amendment right and i wholeheartedly want that first and foremost i do not feel that section 230 is protecting us we the people when we like i said at the beginning of this interview we are the kings and queens of this country um they are taking advantage of our ignorance by saying that oh well if if we don't follow section 230 then you're not going to have your first amendment rights no 
That's not that's not the case. Right. It's the other way around, right? It's supposed exactly. to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying get rid of Section 230, and I want everybody listening to know that that is not the case. I but what we have here is a is a section, a law that was developed in 1996 when we had Yahoo Messenger, and we had something simple like that. It, that was way before AOL, and yeah. Yes, that was way before we had the expansion. No one anticipated that social media, Facebook, everything would take off the way that it did. But now it has, and now we need to readdress it and handle it as in present day. It does not, everything that has, that is in there developed is in 1996 terms. We're in 2023. We need to address the language now. Yeah, I, and I, I agree. I agree 100, 100%. And the thing is that pe- people are, uh, people that that never, that don't necessarily under, un- understand kind of where we are in this right is this has to be a federal statute because yes. the internet affects interstate commerce mm-hmm. right so i would uh, i mean i'd be wholeheartedly ninth amendment right but considering how the internet is interwoven into not only government but all modes of commerce. Yep. Right? The government has to be the federal government has to be involved with this one to That's, make sure these things the, the you know these things like this like yep. this like Mel's bill happens. It has yep. to. That's why Mel's bill is federal and also because section 230 the the clause that wrote the internet or whatever quote unquote it is um is is federal it's u.s code section uh for title 47 section 230 like you can't i can't go to my state representative and tell him to go fix united states code 47 me and laugh right 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 that's that's exactly right so what what in Mel's bill specifically what what is um uh, without giving away the whole the the whole kit and caboodle um what as far as what's being drafted what are what are what are the type of penalties or inclusions are in Mel's bill um we're honestly in the beginning stages of okay. let us legislative sessions right now and i basically have been the one to spit off which is why i was so excited i told you about this when they Mm -hmm. started when they started going off on tiktok last week about the moderation Mm -hmm. if you go listen to the guy from ohio um he says every single thing that we're talking about right now he talks about the good faith and them taking advantage of the words good faith like that's basically Mm -hmm. just trust me until you can't trust me that's basically what good faith means. Um, everything that they say in there. So what we're, we're managing is is a reorganization of language. And I'm not looking to completely redevelop Section 230. What I'm looking to do is put a clause in there specifically for backdoor encryption or for some possible way to allow our law enforcement a way in to identify people, not use as many resources, and help people specifically like Mel to make it stop then instead of right. waiting for her to take her life. So, like I said, it, unfortunately, I mean, she passed away at the end of October. I finally figured this out around Christmas time, the whole Section 230 with all of um, my investigation. Right. And then we had the Congress head in. So basically, right now where we're standing is government dragging their feet, 
because um, you know that the government moves slow, and I'm just waiting on the next piece of movement and legislative session to talk. Right. So uh, I, 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 w- I would even... Um, I would even potentially write a bill, right? Because I mean, cyberbullying, quote unquote, is a it is a crime on a lot of state levels. Mm-hmm. But with it being interstate, a lot in a lot of cases, they're not in the same state. You start running into those roadblocks, right? Even mm-hmm. even if your your law enforcement got subpoenaed the records. They would yep. have to now have to go to the other state where the person is, serve a warrant, extradite the person. And let me tell you guys, so the extradition is not easy. It's Mm-mm. not it's not an easy like pick up. We pick them up and bring them back. I mean, you know, the attorney general has to send actual paperwork to the governor. The governor has to pass it to the attorney general. The attorney general has to approve it. And they can't stop the extradition, but they can investigate the validity of the extradition warrant. For up to 30 days. Well, right? even on that, too, that you have to have the full burden of proof and yep. the, the laws and the, the criminals um, side. Right. Um, so you have a lot of hurdles that you have to deal with. And, and further, if you're going to do it interstate, a lot of people don't realize that technically we're supposed to be going to the FBI and criminal um, cyber detective when you're you're dealing with this sort of stuff. Nobody knows to contact the FBI. I didn't realize it until I went through all of this. Mm-hmm. IC3, IC3.gov. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yes. Mm-hmm. I realize that like they, they are already overwhelmed and that's only on what people know to contact them. Like uh, me, I didn't realize that I was supposed to contact the FBI. But, but here's oh. the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, right? The only thing, and this is going to shock everybody, right? The only thing the FBI can do is refer for criminal charges in the state because there's nothing in Title 18 for yep. cyberbullying. Well, then you just opened up another can of worms, right? There you go. You know, I'm, you know, I won't quit. <laughs> you but, know, but you know, so, so, so I mean, there, there, there's a lot of things they're going to throw at you, Jess. They're going to throw a whole bunch of things at you, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, j- just getting Title 18 amended to include cyberbullying under the bullying clause, under a simple assault clause, a, a simple sort statute in Title 18 mm-hmm. is, 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 is going to be monumental because if they can do that, right, then the FBI has the full weight, right, of the Constitution, to go pick somebody up. Oh yeah. 
And then if we even add that whole backdoor encryption, then, I mean, even though I, I, I absolutely love the FBI and I don't feel like they're corrupt at all. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I, I feel oh. like they have the full ability to have that backdoor encryption and use it for appropriate reasons so that way people mm-hmm. are held accountable. But here we are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, FBI, <coughs> y'all great. <coughs> Rank and file is great people. <laughs> Rank and file is great people. They really are. The rank and file is. The, the, the upper management. Mm, I reserve it's comment. The rules. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, anything to make, do something. And even on this, and anybody listening, this is not a competition for me to get notoriety on this at all. And if you see anything or hear anything regarding what I've said, take it and run with it. I am giving you my full permission. I am not, look, I don't, I I have a lot of stuff on my plate. I was just talking to Rod about this. I I want someone else to assist. I want this to be something that can cause our people, all of us in American people, because this whole bully and harassment thing is not a party issue. The left are getting attacked just as much as the right are. Yeah. We need to come together and say, all right, enough, because we're all hurting. We're all scratching and clawing at each other. For what? For what? Yeah. So, together if you if you get any information from me at all from here take it and run with it please i will applaud you if you make it to congress i will be happy that it made it because somebody's making a difference and i can't do it alone period that's right and and, and, and that's and that's the bigger problem that, that that brings us back to you know back to defending liberty right because there is a small clan of us a disconnected clan of us mm-hmm. that are that that are defending individually. The problem that we have is we have a lot of people that are still flying the flag of conservative, still flying the flag of liberal, still flying the flag of progressive, and forgetting about liberty because they want to take control of the state to do what they want to do with it. And and yep. and to it to impose their morality upon the people, and then it's gonna switch every two years. We're gonna impose our morality on you, and everybody's like in a flip flop. They're like, you know what? This is why government has always been corrupt. Yep. We're like, leave us alone. Like we don't we don't want what your what your virtue signaling today. I don't have enough milk to digest that. Yep. I didn't wake up for this. So leave us alone to our vices. You just make sure people don't invade us. They don't bomb us. Right. And and make sure we get the materials into this country that we need. That's it. That's all. Yep. That's your job. That's all that simple. But people can't make it that simple because they have it. Well, this is right. And this ain't right. And and this, that and the third. And it's like it, it, it's like it seems like nowadays everybody's a hypocrite. I mean, you're right. <laughs> right? It's just like everybody's here. Hey, save the children. Oh, well, Jess is doing Mel's bill. No, we don't want to do that. I'm like, wait uh, a minute. What? Wait, wait. You said you just said out the other side of your neck, save children. <laughs> but you want to sit here and say, oh, no, 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 no. It, we don't save. We don't want to save the children because it's Jess. Yeah. Man, get the F out of here. Like, 
You know what I mean? It's it's just, but people want to harbor around like you know the big names, right? They want to yeah. harbor around the Bidens and the Curry Bushes and the Trumps and the Chip Roy's, and that's our guy. And it's like, but you are the like you said, we are the kings and queens of this country, and yeah. you just giving away your power to an individual that's elected, which is not supposed to be. We're supposed to be holding them accountable, yeah. right? <laughs> you giving your power away. Say, just do what you want with it. And then meanwhile, they're taking a cactus with no lube or Vaseline and shoving it up your ass. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no, you're right, though. Like, somewhere down the road, we somehow thought that it was supposed to be appropriate for our elected officials to have authority over us. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, but, you know, some people just, especially this this newer group of politicos or political pundits these gen zers and there's yeah. this whole group like the like the victoria hammets and 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 the harrys of tiktok and i'm sitting here like do you even hear yourself right now yeah it, it, it's it, it, they say oh we gotta uh, since slavery black people did this but i'm like bro you sitting here on tiktok like yes i'm asso <laughs> right <laughs> it, at the same side of your neck you're saying yes i'm asso because you're allowing the government to dictate to you, even have you at the White House to pay you to push COVID propaganda. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. But you got you can't really blame them though, because they've had a wholehearted control of our education system and it's our Gen Z that don't understand the Pledge of Allegiance and what it means. They don't understand the Star Spangled Banner and what happened. Um, during that specific battle. They don't understand what Article 1 is and what that entails, or Article 2, Article 3. They don't understand what our Bill of Rights are and what that stands for and how important that document is, and it's not a formality. You're right. You're exactly right. Because, I mean, look, that Biden nominee the other day couldn't tell uh, 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 Senator Kennedy what Article 5 was of the Constitution. Oh he, 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 she couldn't des- describe what proposivism was. I'm sitting here like, how do you not? Do you uh, know what you took an oath to? I, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like proposivism. Okay. I get it because it's, it's, it's an obscure doctrine and I get it. Right. But you're going to sit here and tell me you don't know what article f- f- five is or article two. Yeah. You're a judge. What? Well, they think that it's a formality until, you know, somebody decides to pull their surety bonds and then they'll realize how much they they should have been studying that constitution and what was in there before they started violating it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, look, 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 I'm going to keep it real with you. And and I've said this since January, January 7th, 2021. Right. I've said it since that day, every single individual. Judge, FBI, even even what I even go, I will go as far as the president of the United States should be locked up for the violation of not only the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment, and the Eighth Amendment. They should be yeah. locked up automatically, yeah. because these people are barely seeing trials after all this time, right? Well, and, right. That's what it is, straight out treason. So well, I was, I was a tre- sedition, sedition. Yeah. Right now, we have people that still are clapping. They're they're getting charged, and I'm like, 
Bruh, I said, do you understand what just happened right in front of your face? They didn't get due process. They didn't get their right to a speedy trial. If you think two years is a speedy trial, I hate to be in the hamster wheel you're running in right now. Right? And, And cruel and unusual punishment, I'm sorry, being locked up without a speedy trial, without the potentiality for bail for two years is not cruel and unusual punishment. I'm sorry, you didn't read your constitution. Yeah, but they also have a clause in the Constitution where you have to pay that person for every single day that you locked them up and confined them. And as long as he has a decent constitutional lawyer, yep. he's going to be a millionaire at this point. Yep, that's that's exactly it. And, 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 and I was telling people before, I was like, you're sitting here cheering this on. There are terrorists. I said, I'm going to say it like this. When it's you, I don't want to hear a word out your mouth. When it's people from quote unquote, since y'all want to make uh, politics a team sport, it it's it's going to be, I'm gonna laugh at your team because you allowed this to happen. I'm not gonna allow it to happen to me because that constitution is my contract with the government, not your. It's my contract with the government. This is what you can and cannot do to me. Yeah, but one thing that. You gotta understand though, Rod, and let me play devil's advocate for you, is that when they're in that position and that they're in that seat, that's when it's our job, the people who yeah. have ads, to come forward and say, hey, remember me? I was the one on January 6th. Now you know how I felt. Now can we come together and knock this shit off? Now that you know what it feels like, it's the same thing with the COVID-19 stuff. People are coming forward and they're realizing, duh, we fucked up. And this is time instead of vin- or victimizing or no, I can't vindic- I cannot think of the word right now. But instead of going after them and attacking them, we're not going to get anywhere with that. We're right. not. Even though it feels good to be like, ha, told you so. Our best bet in order to do exactly what our government and higher ups don't want us to do is to come together and say, hey, we bleed the same. Let's fix this. Yep. Now see it. Now we're on the same team. Let's not do this again. Right. Right. That's so, exactly that's- right. That's exactly right. But they, 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 this government has the people fearful, right? Yeah. They, have, they have the people fearful of, of them, right? Yeah. Have them fearful. Look, oh, if you don't do this, right? I mean, look, I mean, people have to understand, right? And, and people, especially like these, uh, the, these Antifa thugs, right? Uh-huh. They say they fight fascism. But they're not talking about the men that'll come to your front door, right? Watch this. They're not talking about the men that'll come to your front door with fully loaded automatic pistols, right? Uh-huh. That will yeah. come that will come tote you off, right? Because they're gonna come tote you off to a court that you have to prove your innocence. They don't have to prove your guilt. You have to prove your innocence in a tax court, right? Fully yep. automatic weapons. They will shoot you dead over Twenty dollars. Yeah, I mean, we not are we not talking about the same fascist government that you're railing against? Oh no, you want to rail against fascist police? Oh, but the fascist government still have police thugs that will come to your door, right, with guns over twenty dollars and well, shoot you dead for twenty dollars. Hang them off. I mean, have we checked George Soros's tax? Oh man, come on, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Target on ourselves right now. I'm sorry. No, we're we're, we're putting out too many good expectations. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes. 
right? But that's the thing, right? We can come again. We can come together on just this aspect of liberty. You can be all the Antifa thug you want, yep. right? You can be all the BLM thug you want. You can be all the MAGA you want. You can be all these different things, whatever a tag you want. But if you don't have the liberty to be that, you are a slave to the state. Yes. Amen. That's it. Amen. So, Miss Jess, any 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 last words before we shut this thing down? Um, I think I'll just end with the fact that the last one of the things that I said that I feel is necessary is you cannot control a group of people if we're all getting along. So, I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of hatred, a lot of crap we've been through since COVID-19, moving forward, Black Lives Matter and everything. If anything, push it aside because nothing's going to be productive. If they're coming out with their hand or they're saying, hey, you know what, we effed up, then let's come together. Let's figure out a way to come together because that's how we're going to win. We're going to win against our our, our higher-ups, our government. Um, and that's, that's who the bad guys are. If we stop fighting and we look at the, at what's actually going on, we'll realize that the solution is not fighting each other, but fighting the people that are taking advantage of us, um, and needing us to fight in order to do so, if that makes any sense. Yep. That's exactly right. And, I, and I'll end with this, right? The same thing I said on, uh, even though I'm going to January 8th. The same thing I said on January 8th, 9th, and 10th, and even up to this day, this second right now, I don't care if it would have been BLM or Antifa running up in that in that building. None of them should, should be arrested for walking into that building we pay our taxes for. See, mm-hmm. when you are a member of Congress, you have no reasonable expectation of privacy. And guess what? The other team proved it. They will they, they will come at you anywhere, anytime, any place. Now let's equally apply the principle. Right? Let's equally apply that. They don't want to equally apply it because again, right? They have an agenda to push. Right? They have an agenda to push. So I don't care. BLM and Tifa, they could have been up in that building and no MAGA folk. I'll be like, you know what? That, that's your shit too. You mm-hmm. pay taxes to build that building. <laughs> Have at it. But isn't that what happened two years before that? Yeah, it did at the White House. Yeah, over at the White House. Yeah, and Trump okay. had to be whisked away into the bunker. Yeah, and then here's the sorry part about that whole thing, right? That whole January sixth thing, right? And I just saw the clip of McCarthy saying it. I didn't know. Like, I, I knew. See, now, now that is it's public. Now I can say it. Anytime there's an emergency at the Capitol or any kind or any kind of threat of bomb or whatever, congressional members and their staff are moved to Fort McNair through the under through the underground tunnel under the Potomac. They are moved there underneath the Potomac. There is literally a two lane road that goes from D.C. to Fort McNair. That in the Fort McNair is where the military district of Washington is. That's where the uh, it's where the, ar- the the army conglomerate is, right? For Washington, Washington D.C., right? There's a two lane road that goes underneath the Potomac that goes there. Okay. Now, with that being said, Nancy Pelosi's daughter was filming them inside of Fort McNair. <gasps> Nancy Pelosi was filming all the con- look where we are. What the fuck are you doing? 
But, but, oh but we're not going to talk about. But this reporter was was trying to deflect with January sixth, and I was like, she's putting that video out there, and if that video would have went out when you know what I mean, would have went out when she was there. That made yep. all of them a sitting duck. Yep. If someone wanted to do something stupid, people take the security of the United States for granted. We have enemies, foreign and domestic. Yep. But you're not going to talk about this former Speaker of the House's daughter putting out the fact they was at Fort McNair on a fucking camera. Now they got to find a new location because that location is definitely not safe. Yeah. Even with all the, even with uh, the, the, the headquarters of the uh, military district of Washington there, it's not a safe place. Right. Those of you, those of you that, that, uh, that have seen, um, uh, the show with Kiefer Sutherland, what is it called? Um, uh, when he, he becomes the president after a nuclear bomb, after a bomb blew up. Um, what is that called? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But that kind of is that it's that kind of scenario, right? Like we 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 don't we we don't want those kind of things to potentially happen when you're all together like that. Um, yeah. But anyway, I digress. Miss Jess, thank you very much. Yes, sir. For 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 coming through like kung fu, stay on the line here for a couple minutes after the fact. I wanna uh, I wanna thank and love on my Liberty Defenders a minute. I appreciate you for coming on. Great discussion with Miss Jess and. All that stuff. If you want inf- more information about Millsville, you're not to get a hold of me. I can get a hold of her. I can get the information you want pulled for her, et cetera, et cetera. Um, with that, make sure you guys come back tomorrow night, 930, for What the Hill. There's some sinister things going on up at Capitol Hill that y'all need to know about. So uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow, 930 Eastern. You know how to get here. Until next time, life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again and we'll see you next time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 
Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.